When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Sports Day, one double three eight eighty two. Thanks very much for your calls tonight. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service for Experts Car Service. You can book at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. They bring us Sports Day. And it's a pleasure to have a man that is now a premiership player. It's probably taken him a little bit longer than he would have liked, but uh, he's finally achieved the dream that he sent out to achieve when he first started playing AFL footy. I'm talking about Patrick Dangerfield from the Geelong Football Club. Paddy, welcome to Sports Day, mate. Well done. Carlos, Paps, thanks for having me today. They're not easy to win, are they? (laughs) No, no, they're not. They're, um, and that's what makes them so special, I think, that um, when you're finally able to do it, to soak it all in and enjoy it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to describe the feeling. I haven't been able to not pass around the video that was created of you blokes yesterday uh, on your Mad Monday, getting out of a car that you look like that you've uh, negotiated to take from an old people's home and then (laughs) what unfolded after that was uh, quite incredible. For those that maybe haven't seen it, uh, Paddy, you were first, uh, I think, out and you start to open the sliding door. Can you just, we're on radio, can you just describe how it all unfolded the day and whose idea it was and then a little bit of what took place? Well, last week, early early last week, Joel, uh, he sent around a message to the, the 30 pluses. So that was 75% of the team. And um, <laughs> he said, we've got a, you know, idea for Mad Monday. This is nice and simple. We'll get a retirement bus. So that was planted early on that we'd, we'd come up, we'd rock up to the uh, the wharf shed, which is owned by Billy Brownless. It's his pub on the, uh, the waterfront there at Geelong. So we'd, we'd rock up in that. And that was the plan at the start. And then I think they got a little shaky with it because they were perhaps thinking, you know, how are these guys going to treat it after a, uh, a couple of large days um, of celebrating or commiserating, depending on the results. So that was that was almost shaky at one point, but Joel was able to get it over the line. And then late in the piece, Mitch Duncan, I think he was driving past a um, pretty much a, a wheelchair and accessibility shop. And he popped in there and he said, have you got 12 or you know 13 walking frames that we can borrow for a couple of hours? So we thought, well, we would add that to the <laughs> frivolities. And then uh, we all bundled in the bus and everyone dressed up as, as old people. And I'd actually spent uh, an hour and a half in the makeup chair that morning getting a little bit of extra detail around, uh, you know, ageing a little bit more than I was looking, which was quite dishevelled after a couple of nights out. <laughs> Probably helped cover up a little bit uh, as well with the extra makeup on. Uh, that I think that was the bit that got it for me, was just that extra level of detail, sitting in the makeup chair for an hour and a half um, when you're probably <laughs> feeling a little bit dusty already, just to go that extra level. Well, 
you know, good preparation. That that's the key to good performance. So <laughs> we take it seriously. And uh, if you don't take it seriously, well, there's ramifications that happen a little later in the in the afternoon. We have a bit of an award ceremony that we have. So uh, everyone buys into the fun, which is really special. And I tell you, it's a it's a pretty special day to have after you've you've won a grand final. It's a bit more celebratory. I certainly can imagine. Um, we'll talk about the footy in just a second, but I, before we leave the Mad Monday stuff, I just wanted to know Jeremy Cameron going dressed up as that giant chicken painted yellow and feathers everywhere. How did that costume hold up through the day? Because I, I reckon that would have gotten pretty nasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. I, I think it's a great lesson for all young players, and Jez doesn't really have that as an as an excuse because he's been uh, around for a long period of time. But the key. Uh, to a good costume is the longevity and it has to be comfortable right throughout the day because if it's not, you know, it's not just a couple of hours and then you're finished. It's a, you know, it's fairly decent. It's been a decent few days. So whatever you wear, it's got to be comfortable. Jez, in all his wisdom, decided to paint himself with PVA glue, <laughs> paint himself yellow, and then he spent 250 bucks at Spotlight on feathers, which he was trying to take back the next day. Safe to say, safe to say it didn't go very far. But that's one of the funniest things I've said because he'd carry around for the whole night. He had this, um, this basket of eggs, and he just kept handing them out randomly. So... Um, He's a different cat, the great man. Uh, he looks like he certainly enjoyed it, uh, probably more than anyone over the last few days uh, with his uh, work that he's been doing on social media. Um, take us back to uh, the final siren on Saturday. Um, for your career, you've achieved so much, but what was going through your mind when um, you completed what you've been chasing for so long? Uh, well, it was probably before the, the final siren. We, we were in a fortunate position where we'd played almost the complete game. It was, it was quite, you know, there was a celebration really the last quarter, such was the, you know, the level of detail and just how ruthless we played, which was, you know, that was such a pleasing element of it. So there are actually times you could just look around and, and, and take in everything that was in front. And that was the MCG, you know, a hundred thousand people and the fact that, we were going to win the grand final. So it was it was an incredible feeling and, and something that will live with me forever, that's for sure. What was said prior to the game? Because all the old boys were on fire and right from the start. <laughs> they were. It was unbelievable, mate. Well, to be honest, the, the build-up throughout, you know, the final sort of finals campaign, the, the first one was a tough one. It was really tough. Um, against Collingwood, and that game could have gone either way. And you need you need a bit of luck in this game, uh, as we all know. But it was almost the, the game that just rejigged us a bit because we'd been rolling for quite some time in the you know the back end of the home and away season, and then from the the prelim onwards, everyone was just clicking. Everyone knew what was required, and that first bounce, the the coaching, the messaging was simple but really pointed. And we internally, we just made it about us. We, we, the opposition were faceless in a sense that we just wanted to control what we could control. And that was, you know, our ferocity around the contest, um, limiting them in time and space, you know, all the things that, you know, very, very simple, but, um, you know, it's one thing to actually implement it. And it was just a, it was a ruthless first quarter and um, it just continued on from there. It's just so 
so proud of our guys for the way that they carried themselves throughout the game. Everyone talks about Joel Selwood. He's 34, but so is Tommy Hawkins. And to start the way that he did to ragdoll twice, uh, big Tom Hickey, just throw him out of the road with brute strength and kick goals. So, so important just to set the scene early. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, you write a script and you have your 34-year-olds. Tom kicks a cup on the first quarter. Joel has 12 touches. Um, you know, they, they know what it's like. They know what the big moments, what's needed in those. And they were both absolutely terrific. And the big fella, since hitting 30, my goodness, I, I can't remember a player that's that's played so well since hitting the a milestone that normally in our game, you know, you seem to be declining, but he's gotten better. He's been fantastic. Tom Hawkins had another good final series, as did you, Patrick. Uh, to win the Garriers medal for the best player of the finals, what what does that mean to you? Obviously, yeah, the, the reputation of being a big game player solidified. Yeah, it's really special. I think um, you know I'd have been more than more than happy having one possession and winning the game. Um, you know, such is the the journey to get there. But but being able to contribute in a meaningful way and um, and do my job, which is which is to perform, and and that's the same for all our players. But um, yeah, it, it feels really fulfilling, and um, yeah, it, it's it's unlike anything else because every other season that I've been, been involved in the AFL, it's been 15 years. For 14 of them, it was a yeah, but just didn't quite get there, and all, all these other different sort of you know things that pop through your head. But this one was. It was the pinnacle. It was finishing it off with a win, having competed in finals. It was there's nothing like it. Could you believe the goal that Joel Selwood kicked in the last quarter? <laughs> no, because he normally can't <laughs> kick 45 if he's kicking a drop punt. <laughs> it caught everyone by surprise. <laughs> I think the footy, I think the footy gods upstairs that are blowing it from <laughs> from long range, but. Uh, it was magnificent. It, it never looked like missing, and I had a um, I had a pretty nice view. I was right behind him, so it was a very special moment. And you know, one of the things I think we've done really well this year is just everyone's enjoyment with the individual success that that our players have had, whether it's been you know all Australians or, or great individual games or wonderful goals. Um, and I think that's a sign of a really strong team that that all buys into the direction that that the coach had had um, had set out for us. When it comes to those that uh, miss out, and Maxie Holmes have played such a, a pivotal role in helping you as a team get to that last day in September, and then for Brandon Parfit to come on, mate, his first kick, he kicks a goal as well. So uh, that didn't turn out too bad. But for Maxie Holmes, mate, you must have felt a little bit for him. And, you know, we always have the debate around, oh, well, should every single player that gets a, uh, a chance to play throughout the season, should they get a medal? What do you think on that? Yeah, I agree with that with that sentiment. To be honest, I think everyone that plays, you know, contributes in a meaningful way to you know the ultimate success that one team will be lucky enough and good enough to have at the end of the year. So I, I totally agree with that. I think you know what happens overseas in, in different sporting leagues, and I, I look straight at the NFL and um, the NBA obviously do the same thing. But I think it's the right the right mechanism around it. And in terms of of Maxi, it was. You know, he did such a, a wonderful job giving himself every opportunity to play. But at the end of the day, you've still got to do the, you know, for, for our coaches and our medical staff, we've still got to do what we believe is the best thing for our team. And 
right throughout this, the whole season. We just haven't played players that have been under any sort of injury cloud. It's been next player up. So we couldn't, I don't think, go in any other direction other than what, you know, we'd always, you know, what we'd carried throughout the whole season. And, and, and grand finals, but they'll find you out. You know, it's a, it's as tough as it gets. So, um, you know, really disappointing and, and, and tough for the young fella, but um, he's a really resilient kid and he'll definitely bounce back. And, you know, him along with Sammy Men- Menegola and a few others, it, it gives you great, um, great reason to, you know, to go back to the well and to have another dip next year. Patrick, um, just a, a couple more before we finish up. Uh, going back to Saturday post-game, um, being at the ground and, and sort of watching on as you guys were celebrating, it was pretty evident how much um, the families of all the players were included in those celebrations out on the ground afterwards. How special was that and, and how much has that been a sort of a key thing to your club? Well, we've got about 40 kids, so there was no... Um, <laughs> there was no holding them back after... Uh, after the week that everyone had had, it obviously there's just so much going on grand final week. So um, I think they were all very excited to get out on the field. And I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about, um, you know, family and the connection that you have. And, and as a club, that's been something that we've just been so strong on. It's so important that we um, understand that footy's a, it's our job. It's a, it's a serious game, um, but it's not the be all and end all. So, you know, it's important to have the kids in the building even when you lose. It's it's arguably more important. You know, it keeps you grounded. So to be able to celebrate it with the nearest and dearest was, was really special and, and probably just a little a little shout out to, to Joel again, just one of the greatest humans of all time. But when Joel called um Sammy Morford out who who works in our sort of property department, does a bit of a uh water boy training work um during the week to have Sammy come on the ground and um, sing the song on the ground with, with everyone was was really special as well. I reckon I've watched that video about twenty times. Just the the look on his face was <laughs> priceless um, when he was allowed onto the ground. It was brilliant. Um, Patrick, really appreciate you having a chat to us um, and just sort of recapping what was a pretty special day for you and your club on Saturday. How long do the celebrations keep going? Uh, well, Carlos clearly didn't trust me to answer the phone because he called me before we went on air, <laughs> which, which was fair enough. <laughs> I've been there, Patty. <laughs> I was still going. <laughs> uh, we've actually got our best and fairest night, uh, Thursday night. So to be honest, it's taken a couple of deep breaths tonight and then it's just back into it. So it's um, it's been a big few days, but, but wonderful you know, to cherish and really enjoy. And, you know, this group will, will, it won't, it won't be the same, the same as every other, you know, team in the AFL. The list changes happen every year. So, you know, it's just about enjoying the, the group that we've had that's been able to achieve the ultimate success, share each other's successes and, and have a few drinks with that. Thanks for your time, mate. We appreciate it. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Good on you. Patrick Dangerfield, uh, an absolute star. And, of course, uh, he was given the Gary Ayres medal as well for the player of the finals for uh, the wonderful series that he had. All thanks to Repco Authorised Service. Uh, you can rely on you call your local authorised Repco Service Centre. We'll clear a commitment, come back and tell you what's coming up after the 7 o'clock news next here on Sports Day.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.